everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Well, yeah, ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me, what is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 346th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we're going to welcome back Jennifer Evans for another round of awesome emails and voicemails from the listeners out there, all of you. Uh, It's an interesting time, I think, as a Jurassic fan, being in the 30th year of this film franchise, 30 years Wow, I mean, even more if you if you read the books first, but uh, a lot of people are wondering what's next. How do we celebrate the 30 years of this movie? And, uh, you know, and, and I know there's a lot of people out there that are looking to bring things back to the core after 30 years. You know, bring it back to what Jurassic Park meant. Uh, but we're here hopefully to help work through all of those issues with you figure things out along the way, hopefully find some light in the future here. Uh, as, as we move forward with this franchise, I'm excited to get to, to whatever's next. I'm excited to find out what's out there. I have no idea what's on the horizon, and we're going to do our best to kind of sift through these voicemails and emails. I don't know what's next, but I like answering it anyway. So we're going to see what's going on in the uh, fandom these days and uh, find out what you're all thinking about. But just in case you want to vent, you want to wax poetic a little bit, you want to get nostalgic, uh, if you want to be a part of the next Jurassic Mailbag, you can do that by calling our voicemail line at 732-825-7763. You can email us some audio files. If you want to record something on your phone, send it in to us. You can do that. Or you can send us your questions, your written out questions to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. Or you could head over to our contact page, over on JurassicParkPodcast.com, you can just go ahead and fill out our contact form. And of course, even though you haven't heard this episode just yet, we are already collecting questions and comments for the next mailbag. So before we get started, I'd like to take care of some quick business. Of course, I just wanted to remind everybody we are doing our Let's Talk Jurassic live streams again. So we kind of took a break over January and... Uh, I think it was February 1st, we kicked them back off again, and we've been talking about all kinds of stuff over on our live streams. We're talking about 65, the movie. We're branching off of uh, Jurassic a little bit. There's been so much new Mattel merch to discuss, uh, a lot of stuff for the 30th anniversary. We've been talking about that uh, boutique that popped up out in London for JP30. There's been so much stuff, new theme park stuff, all kinds of crazy topics to talk about on the live streams. Each and every Wednesday, we've got some fun new topics. Topics. So please check those out every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There's always a great uh, bunch of people in there. So go ahead, join up in the live chat. And uh, we were thinking about maybe one day bringing the mailbags to the live stream. That could be kind of fun. We'll talk about it. We'll think about that option. We'll throw it out there. What do you think? Do you want us to bring some mailbags to you live? That, w- that could be good. 
That could be a fun idea. But anyway, check it out. Go to our website, JurassicParkPodcast.com. You can find all of our links there for everything you want. So definitely go check out the website and our live stream. But that's enough for the intro here. So why don't we go ahead and get this episode kicked off by diving into the mailbag with Jennifer Evans. Jurassic Mailbag. 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 Jurassic Mailbag never fails. It makes me wag my dino tails. I'm Brad and Jen, your Jurassic Mail. It's Jurassic Mailbag with Brad Jost and Jennifer Tarek. It's February here again at the Jurassic Mailbag, and this month we received uh, a lot of calls. Uh, a lot of uh, stuff that's related to, like, other stuff, non-Jurassic, some Jurassic-related stuff. Like, maybe Jurassic Quest. It's like a touring dino exhibit. I don't know I don't know why we got calls about that. We got some people ordering tickets, maybe for the wrong day, apparently. I'm not sure what that's about. Uh, we did get a cute voicemail from a kid who found an egg and some footprints, so hopefully that led to a... Uh, hopefully cute dinosaur somewhere out there, not a mean one. Uh, we got three minutes of someone's pocket, I guess. Uh, I don't know what was going on there. Uh, we also had somebody ask about adding more seasons of Camp Cretaceous to Netflix. Um, I don't I don't have that ability. But uh, we also had somebody ask if they could adopt the T-Rex for their girlfriend. So it's been interesting. It's been interesting. And I would have included most of them all, but uh, half of those people, or more than half, actually left their phone numbers in the voicemails, so I didn't feel like editing all that stuff out, but I don't know if any of those people were looking for the Jurassic Park podcast, but if we do have any actual Jurassic questions and concerns, once again, we've got Jennifer Evans here to discuss whatever we've got here in February uh, for the mailbag. So, Jen, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good. You really should have left that three-minute pocket recording as the first one, (laughs) so everyone knows what this is. This is what you're getting into. Uh, just yeah. three minutes of someone's pocket while they talk about Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's uh... <laughs> that's about right. It's, it's been it's been interesting. It must have been a full moon a full moon for like the past several months that we haven't recorded the mailbag. So I, I don't know. I'm not really sure what's going on, but uh, there are some good Jurassic things out there as well. So we've got a lot to discuss. Um, and uh, when is I, the last time we did a mailbag? I think I think it was December. I think so because okay. it, it, it was it. I think so. Um, I'll take. A I look, have no I memory of anything, so it could <laughs> have been December. I think it was. Hopefully, it was. If it wasn't, uh, you know, somebody's already looking it up. I don't know, but uh, you know, we're we're still getting plenty of comments and questions, so we've got a lot uh, to talk about here. And uh, I just want to figure out what's going on with you. Are you been? Have you been celebrating Jurassic Park thirty? Are you are you already getting into the thirtieth anniversary? What's going on? Um, no, I mean not much. <laughs> Again, I'm so useful on this. Uh, no, I mean I went to the store and saw some of the signage, but Ooh, yeah. Um. Well, I yeah. saw the Josh sent me the new big news today. Um, of oh, the toy yeah. that was announced, and yep. I don't know. I don't want to spoil because I don't know if someone brings it up or anything. Or if uh, you want probably, to bring it up, I, don't I don't know. Maybe uh, we did get some. I think we got some calls today, but maybe they t- touch on it. But uh, yeah, there was a new Red Rex uh, shown off today, so that was pretty cool. But 
Um, but you're right though. It's uh, you, you kind of poked fun at it and everything. Like, yeah, you just went to the store and saw some signs. But uh, I mean, that's kind of the extent of it for the most part. <laughs> That is it. There's That's not the really, whole thing. Yeah, there's not really a lot going on for the 30th, <laughs> but uh, it is exciting, I think, to at least think about what the potential is and, and what's out there on the horizon. And um, yeah, I don't know. I'm um, excited to see what comes at least. You know where I am with these anniversaries. Disney just did like a two year long 50th. They're now doing their 100th. And now I'm on Jurassic 30th. I don't want to do any more. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> It really has been a lot. Yeah, you're right. With the 50th going on way too long and then really not much actually even happening there. And then they're just like, at the end of the 50th anniversary, they're like, well, we're just going to forget about everything that we did for the 50th uh, and then just go back to be where we were before. And uh, now it's the 100th. So that's that's cool. and That's exciting. But uh, yeah, you're right. Jurassic even has had the 25th anniversary back in 2018. Mm -hmm. So that feels like it was just yesterday. Um, and then we had, tw wait, 25th, and then we had 25th for The Lost World, we had 20th for the Jurassic Park 3, so, like, all these things are just, like, right here, and then we've also now have the 30th for, uh, for Jurassic Park. I think we had the 30th for the, the novels, uh, we've got cats, questions, and concerns, uh, there's all kinds of stuff happening for the 30th anniversary this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we have a special guest uh, co-host tonight, and uh, it's Jen's cat, and yeah, apparently very knowledgeable she she on Jurassic. She has a lot to say, a lot to say. Josh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, keeps getting her, and she keeps coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think about Josh just in the background scrambling quietly to, that is to find exactly this cat. exactly what's happening. <laughs> I hear it. I hear this... the, the twisty tie being thrown. I hear the footsteps and then the door creaks and there's the meowing and comes Just back uh, and... disregard the pss, 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 pss in the background if you hear it. It's uh, it's Josh just trying to find a cat. So mm -hmm. <laughs> trying to hurt it to get and hurt them together. It's like hurting cats. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, there's yeah, there's not a ton going on for the 30th, but uh, it is exciting to think about what the potential is. And I, I think maybe hopefully there's some questions about it um, or thoughts at least. But um, yeah, why don't we just go ahead and jump right into it? I have a question here uh, or it's an email from Chris and it says, it says, hey, Brad and Jen, I had a question for you. Sorry if it's been asked before. But since the trilogy of new films is done, what was your favorite part across all three? If I had to pick, it would be the opening of Fallen Kingdom. Um, I'll make this message short so you don't have to read much. Thanks for the great podcast, Chris. Uh, thank you, Chris, uh, for the, the the message here. But um, yeah, that's an interesting question. The, the favorite part, uh, or just I guess, the th uh, yeah, across all three films. So what... Out of Jur the Jurassic World saga, what was your favorite thing across all three? One thing across all three. Yeah. What would it be? I mean, that, that could <sighs> encompass like so many things, like a character, a scene, a oh uh, score, like anything, anything, I guess, out of the, the films. Hmm. Deep. Wow. That's, deep. that's a big, I got to like, first of all, remember the movies. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a minute. Okay. Well, this, I it's going to be... Chris mentioned the, the Fallen Kingdom intro, which is, like, incredible. So that's, like, 
I guess maybe that we'll we'll say that's off the table, but that's like really really good. Did you you said you came up with one? Oh, I do like the Fallen Kingdom intro. I remember that's a hardcore good choice. No, I think I'm gonna go with my classic. I always come back to it. And actually, fun fact: when I came out of my shower today, um, Josh sent a video of Wyatt watching this very scene today, a few Ooh. hours ago, and it is um, Claire releasing the T Rex with the flare and the thing going up and just the the whole thing. That's everything that that sold me on this, and it released a whole life of everything so i have to say that's the best part of all of all three jurassic world movies that is a pretty great moment just that that score and the triumphant score yeah the triumphant score there as the t-rex is like busting through the skeleton and everything oh it's just and and the T-Rex kind of poking through like you can see like the eyes and stuff in the darkness in that uh paddock Oh, it's so now, good. Now, do I get the whole segment of um, when she lights the flare all the way to when the Mosasaurus jumps out? Like, can I get oh, that whole segment? well, I mean, that's... That's a far, scene. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole... You could... Yeah, because, like, I would consider that you'd, you would just say, like, the battle at the end of the movie is my favorite or whatever. I think that could be... Yeah, I think that could definitely be good. You know, a good pick. Then there's no question that it, that segment is beyond for me i just think that whole thing is pure perfection i love it mm. i love it it never gets old nothing i can't think of anything else in the other three films or even that film that even r remotely come close to the same <laughs> emotional impact and energy and just ugh, everything like i'm on my seat watching it all the time every time i see it and it's like i, I know what happens <laughs> and i'm still on my seat it just really get gets you that whole part. And so, yeah, that I think that's going to be it. It's so cliche. Oh, my gosh. How cliche can you get for me? But it's well, so good. Nah, I mean, I, if you wanted to get more cliche, I, I think you would have just said, like, just Claire. Like, that would have been it. But yeah, I like She's I not like perfect the all the way. She's not. <laughs> I don't like her all the time. So I couldn't know. I'm not going to be that person. That's yeah. like, yeah, Claire's the best. I mean, I yeah. love her to death, but I just there's things i don't like about her too so i gotta go with that scene though it's flawless i i agree that that was kind of like up there for me thinking about that battle sequence and i know a lot of people don't really like the battles but like for me i i do and i yeah i i question whether they you know took the wrong idea from the fight fighting sequences i guess from the first three movies you know whether it was the the raptors and the t-rex in the first movie or the spinosaurus and the t-rex in the third movie but uh i love them i still have a great time with these battle sequences i'm not a big fan of them so that tells you right there how huh, great that scene good. was yeah because i'm not i mean the battle scenes i'm like all right fighting dinosaurs great let's get let's get past this and actually get to the story part but um but that it it was just done so well that it got me so that's something i think all right so i i love that and i'm gonna go with my pick being also from fallen kingdom um i love that movie so much and i i i'm gonna go with the roar in front of the volcano exploding Mm -hmm. uh, from the T-Rex because that moment it's just like such an iconic like image uh, you've got Owen standing there with the gyrosphere 
I think the uh, I think at that point the uh, Carnotaurus is on the ground and you've got the T Rex just roaring. Uh, I think I've got yeah. It, it just it's amazing. It is just such an awesome look. I love it so much. I, if if I could change the roar in that sequence, I absolutely would because I don't really I don't love the roar in there. It's not impactful whatsoever, but. I just love that image. I think that is so cool. So I'm going to say that for now. It's This is such a hard question because like, I could go through my top 10 moments. Maybe we should do an episode on that sometime. I don't know. But, you know, yeah. I, I think that would be fun. But um, there are so many great ones, you know. It's really, really hard to pick. Are we going really to have to, to watch all three again, which would be fun, um, and then pick out my top 10? It's so hard picking one out of all three moves. Like maybe one a movie, but... Picking yeah, yeah. one out of all three combined. Yeah. But I'm going to pick that every time, honestly. That's, that's pretty every good. Time. That's, that's mm -hmm. a worthwhile pick for sure. And I think the opening of Fallen Kingdom, if I didn't pick that roar from Fallen Kingdom, I would probably pick the opening just because it, it's filmed so incredibly well. It looks great. Mm -hmm. It's lit great. Like it, it, the sound is, is amazing in that sequence. It's got the rain. It's got the storm. It's got all that stuff. And it's just perfect. It is like the quintessential Jurassic moment. So uh yeah, so i agree and there's no claire yeah. in that scene and i think it's the best part <laughs> of that movie because it's it's really good i agree yeah anyway thanks chris that was awesome good question uh this next one let's see what we've got here a voicemail uh i don't know who this one is uh i don't think there's a name hi i was wondering what are they gonna do with the second island the first island's been destroyed. Dinosaurs are now all over the world. What about the second island? If we could get feedback on this, that would be awesome. All right. Well, great question. Um, I, it, leave your name next time if you want to call back. But, um, what, yeah, what's going on with the second island? I wish, I wish we had a more concrete answer for that stuff. We do have little tidbits here and there. There are little um, comments and uh, different things you can see visually, like through uh, Camp Cretaceous or even Jurassic World Dominion. Do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, the, the second island, Isla Sorna, like where, what is the, where does it stand? I guess after all this time, after, after Jurassic World Dominion, where, where we're at right now, I guess. I feel like it's really, really, really forgotten in the franchise. I know there's moments here and there, but it's really just, they don't, I just feel like it's not, it's not in anything. It's not, the story's not included in anything. I really thought it would be in Dominion more or even Fallen Kingdom more whenever we were back to predicting what was in those movies. But I'm just, I'm really surprised they have this whole other island with this whole other story and this whole other potential and they never never use it so i just feel like okay it's um the equivalent of disney's discovery island they're just letting it die they're just pretending it doesn't exist and letting it die <laughs> i love that comparison you just think about like this uh island just you know be being overgrown there's vines everywhere but there's still like some lights on and they're still piping in that music and you're just like Oh, this is super creepy. Oh, they've completely forgotten about this place. And like um, all the cages and the little <laughs> weird snakes and glasses and just a whole bunch of weird stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, that's what I think it looks like. I think that's what Sorna looks like now. Well, yeah. I mean, it looked like that back in 1997 and 2001. So it would e e look even more like that. But 
Yeah, it is interesting. I, I do remember they did, I think I, I, I looked it up, um, and I do remember, uh, where was it? Um, oh, I think it was um, The Evolution of Claire, uh, that book. I, I think one of the, there's like a raptor or something in that book that comes from Sorna, and I think they mention um, other dinosaurs being transported there, like pre-Jurassic World or something, uh, transported from there. To kind of populate the park, I think they did that there. Um, obviously, Manicore grabbed a lot of dinosaurs from, and Manicore's, if you don't know, it's the the company from Camp Cretaceous that had a separate island, um, which had different uh, biomes and things. And they, this company, Manicore, actually grabbed a lot of the dinosaurs from Sorna, transferred them to this Manicore Island, which is unnamed, really, just Manicore Island. And then Manicor had dealings with Biosyn, who then populated. I think the uh, Ramsey had said the first generation came from Sorna, uh, of what is actually in the Dolomite Mountains out in Italy. So that's why we see the um, Buck and Doe, I guess, out in uh, at the end of Jurassic World Dominion, populating there with the the T Rex from Jurassic Park. So. They they're all over the place now. These dinosaurs, at least. So I don't know. I don't even know if there are any left, or if there's just like some scattered dinosaurs. I would assume there's got to be some dinosaurs still there. I can't imagine they like ripped each and every dinosaur out of there. I feel like that would be impossible. Um, but I mean, who knows? I don't. I don't really know at this point what is what would be considered to be there. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. And I don't know if we're ever going to find out. I don't I know. know if anyone's ever interested in going back. Yeah, you you mentioned it before about like just thinking we were going to get more from these uh, that island. And I'm yeah, I'm a bit disappointed that we really didn't get anything really. You know, we got a quick mention in uh Fallen Kingdom and Dominion and then I think like some flashback camera scenes or whatever you know in dominion i think that was sorna right um so there's really not much and then they just i guess mentioned it and referred to it in camp cretaceous i forget exactly but you know we have obviously the the spinosaurus but even then they were like not quick to confirm what these dinosaurs are what, what big Edie and little Edie. who are they what are they where did they come from um, so there's a lot of question marks, uh, surrounding what exactly happened, but, um, yeah, it's wild that we didn't really get much of anything from the films, considering two of the first three films took place on that island. It's wild. Yeah. Wild that they didn't yep. decide to go back. <laughs> and we thought they were like, before every movie, there was always in our speculation that was always like right up there with the Dilophosaurus. It was always one and two. Yeah. And we got that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I thought for sure we would absolutely get, like, a, by the time Dominion rolled around, I thought for sure we would get the, like, actually get it get on the island, like, boots on the ground. Um, yeah. Because of the way that fans talk about this this franchise and just saying, like, any any, like, little hint or reference or anything, everybody's like, oh, Sorna, we got to go to Sorna, like, if I have one request about this franchise, we need to go to Sorna. So it's pretty wild that we never did. Uh, but if we 
if we were to go there in the future, if we were to get some more answers, I wouldn't mind like a a story about, you know, hey, the um the island's been vacated. There are there are no dinosaurs left, you know, in quotes. There's nothing left. Um and uh it does, we discover that there is or something. That could be interesting. Um but I don't know. I have I have no idea. But um That'd be fun. I, I would love to go back at some point, but I just don't know if they're going to do that anymore. Go back to the islands. I know. I like the islands. I, I do miss them. I miss them in Dominion, but yeah, I don't know how they're, unless you do a total reboot or something, which I don't want them to do either. Or, <laughs> yeah. you know what? I would love to do the in-betweens. How many times we talk about the, what happened in between movies and little prequels and things like that, that would have to put you on the islands then. Yeah. In-betweens might be the only way. Like, uh, you know, I think a, so. a prequel to Jurassic World might be the only way. A, a sequel to Jurassic Park 3, actually, like Jurassic Park 4, you know. Um, something something could have survived. <laughs> that, that could be the tagline <laughs> for the new movie. Something has survived. <laughs> you think everything's dead, but no. Guess what? Sorna again something has survived um okay all right so if they do that i want to see um paul kirby painting towel like business card just in the mud somewhere like stepped on and it's it's, it's just in the mud <laughs> i want to see I, that I, yeah i want it i wanted it in dominion i wanted something i wanted just something but no i've been so hilarious like an easter egg like that but I need well, it now if we have Jurassic Park 4. What we really need is is the redo of the Barbasol can, which was like found on Nublar by Dodgson in Camp Cretaceous. We need a redo of that moment, um, which obviously means going back to Nublar, but I want to redo that. That would be much better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know who that was, but uh, thank you so much for the call. Uh, the next one here is a uh, an mp3 from johnny take it away johnny hi jurassic park podcast this is johnny and happy new year i hope you guys had a great holiday season i know i certainly did and i know it's a little late to talk about christmas and the holidays but i got a whole bunch of awesome jurassic stuff including drumroll please the ford explorer playset with tim and the rex it's so cool I know that came out like two years ago at this point, but it's awesome. I love the, the Ford Explorer and the Rex and Tim and the night vision goggles. Such a cool set. But uh, anyway, I have a question, more like a theory for you today. Um, but um, so, so I apologize in advance. This is kind of a long and like it's just it's a very long theory. So it's. I'm sorry if it's, like, sounds convoluted and stuff, but, um, yeah, and also it kind of hinges on taking Jurassic World. Like, if you just ignore the Jurassic World trilogy, it makes more sense. Like, say we're, like, in, like, 2002, like, after Jurassic Park 3, and we have no idea what's going on. Well, I mean, we know Jurassic Park 4 has, like, drafts and stuff, but, and see, see what I mean? It's kind of convoluted, but, um, anyway, so my theory is do you, okay do you think the original plan for like the original trilogy of Jurassic Park films was that Nublar was blown up off screen 
Um, I have three pieces of evidence to support this. The first is that in, I'm, I'm pretty positive about this. I, I think this is true, but it might not be. Um, like in, in a deleted scene for the Lost World, there's like, like they mention having destroyed the dinos on Nublar. But, you know, it's been a while since I watched the deleted scenes for that film, so I could be totally wrong. But, um, my other pieces of evidence uh, come from Jurassic Park 3 and the drafts for Jurassic Park 4. So, uh, in Jurassic Park 3, during the lecture scene, one guy asks Alan a question. I don't really remember, remember <laughs> what it was, but, um, in his question, he says something along the lines of, like, once the government figures out what to do with the second island... I don't really remember the rest of what he says, but that's all I need to focus on for this theory. So, um, cause like to me, that implies that, uh, the Costa Rican government has already figured out what to do with, uh, Nublar. Like, they, they've already taken care of it and they're focusing on Sorna. And so, like, in the drafts of Jurassic Park 4, they had no plans to go back to Nublar. It was mainly like, oh, dinosaurs are on the mainland. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, like what is going on? Uh, to me, like, visiting Sorna was a weird choice for Jurassic Park 3. Like, the ecosystem went from redwoods on that island to all of a sudden, like, Nublar-like jungles. And it's like... Like, you already had the ecosystem of Nublar. Why did you not go there? <laughs> Jurassic Park 3 is wild, man. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, that's my theory. Um, I, th if, you know, sorry about the, the long length and convolutedness of this theory. It's, I've been thinking about it, and I was like, I should probably ask them about this. Because I think I'm on the right track, but I don't know. Let me know what you think. Uh, sorry about how long this was. And um, thank you for listening to me ramble. And uh, stay safe, stay Jurassic, and have a Jurassic day. Thanks again. Bye. Hey, Johnny. Awesome awesome voicemail. Great uh, great topic. I love the ideas. Um, and I think you're, you're right on the mark there when it comes to at least what sort of looked like right in jurassic park 3 and and things not making a whole lot of sense um and there's a lot of evidence and stuff about you know hey look this was probably gonna be nublar at some point um i feel like there's a lot of evidence of that around um and i you know I, i'll be honest i haven't really read through the entirety of that um uh, that making of you know the big book um that we got recently and uh, but I would suggest going to listen to Stuck on Sorna, a great podcast about Jurassic Park three in particular. Um, there's there's just like an incredible amount of interviews and conversations surrounding uh, and like a, like things uncovered and scripts and stuff about Jurassic Park three. So you can actually get a, a concrete idea about what that movie was supposed to be. And, uh, you know. And all that, but you know, as far as Nublar being destroyed, yeah, I think that was probably the original intent, just because that's what the books did. You know, that's what the novel did. Um, they basically destroyed the island, and that's been a common trope. Obviously, I mean, uh, it was in the book. It it and it was in that 
um, a deleted scene. I do have the audio here. Um, I'll play it in a second, but it wasn't that deleted scene. They didn't mention it very quickly. And it was in Jurassic Park, the game. And obviously they destroy it again in, uh, in Fallen Kingdom in a very different way. But, uh, but yeah, it seems like the best way to uh, kind of erase everything is just to get rid of it, is to literally erase uh, all the evidence. So I feel, I feel like that was the original intent. But, um, you know, obviously Steven's like, no, nah, let's cut that from the movie because I want to make sure, like, just in case we want to go back there, uh, we can, <laughs> you know? So what do you think, Jen? Do you think there was a, there's a lot of evidence or, or how do you feel like, you know, this franchise would have went even if it went that way? Well, I see. I never thought about it, but see, I, I don't read. So I never read the book. I didn't know that was in the book. Well, I'll tell you, I'm really glad that they didn't because boy, that would have changed a whole lot. Um, but uh, wait, what was the part of your question? Well, what do you think about about the the erasure of the uh, island, or do you think like that? Oh, oh, how, how do you think would that would have things. changed? And you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm too busy thinking like oh, no more park, like no more. <laughs> I don't know. I, know. <laughs> I didn't want to let it go in Fallen Kingdom either. Um, I don't know if they, we would have even had the next trilogy. Like, what would you? You would have just had to go right to Dominion, I guess. Like, you you have nowhere to go unless they would really, 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 really milk that um the soreness stuff but i would miss it it would be so different and i don't know if it would have been as popular because you know people people like the park because even now um when we where we are with dominion and everything and i've been after the park is gone with fallen kingdom everyone's like it's not the same like it's it feels it's nice to have a new story and it to expand and i know what colin's trying to do but everyone still is like i i miss that aspect so if they would have just done that from the get-go um, early on, I don't think you'd have this, this success. You know, yeah, it's interesting. And, and while you're saying that, I was thinking about like the fact that we have this like confusing message between both sets of trilogies, right? We have, we're not really sure if Nublar still exists, um, throughout the first trilogy. And then we're like, not sure if Sorna still exists throughout the second trilogy. So like there's two separate like things going on, but they both feel very similar. We're not really sure. Um, and as far as Nublar is concerned, like they, they make such like a concerted effort to find out what's going on on that Island. Like don't when, when they figure out what's happening on that Island, you know, won't they just send people down there or whatever that guy says, like like Johnny mentioned? Um, so it's it seems like the focus throughout the second and third movie is is solely on Sorna, as if Nublar doesn't really exist anymore or whatever. Um, but I, I know I think he does say islands, like with two or at least plural. So um, I do have the audio though from the Lost World, which was from that deleted scene, which is a boardroom scene, and it it is very interesting because. Uh, you do get to hear, where is it? Uh, you do get to hear like what went on behind the scenes after the events of Jurassic Park. So this is also like, if you watched The Lost World on like TNT or anything, it's always in the movie, this scene. So it's like so weird that this scene is in the movie on TV, but actually not in the movie for real. Um, so here it is. 
maybe. Here we go. These pictures were taken in hospital in Costa Rica 48 hours ago after a British family on a yacht cruise stumbled upon Site B. The little girl will be fine. Her parents, however, are wealthy, angry, and litigious. That's hardly new to us. Wrongful death settlements, partial list. Family of Donald Gennaro, $36.5 million. Family of John Arnold, $23 million. Family of Robert Muldoon, $12.6 million. Damaged or destroyed equipment, $17.3 million. Demolition, deconstruction, and disposal of island nubler facilities, organic and inorganic, $126 million. The list goes on. Research funding, media payoffs. Ooh, silence is expensive. All right, so that, that part right there was the the, you know, the info that you needed was the fact that they said the dis demolition disposal in something of the organic and inorganic material or something. I forget what the exact line was, but that's what he said there is disposing and de dem demolishing all the living and non-living things on Nublar. So can I just say, though, like that whole scene, that's what I wanted from like in in fallen kingdom there's no mention of anything like that like nobody no mention of this person died so we have this lawsuit and all this is on your on this person's shoulders or this is all all we got to take care of this before we can move on like that's missing it's so blatantly missing and look how nice that um well, they handled funny. that it, it's great but it's also not in this movie <laughs> i know but it's it exists it exists yeah and and it is kind of in the movie if you watch it on tv but like yeah not anywhere else but that is yeah better it, than what anything we got <laughs> after a whole bunch of lawsuits should have happened it's 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 like it's just a common issue i think with movies these days is not necessarily a jurassic issue or anything like that but uh, a lot of movies don't really take the time to to like tell you all about the issues and everything like in in a in a truly boring fashion cuz like there, you know, maybe no... they should start <laughs> let's bring back <laughs> that should. boring stuff back in movies because there's no way around it like just listening to this guy list off things is not really it's not like something that you're like on the edge of your seat for well but, like, i am it, riveted clearly yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of great information in there but like from a movie going experience i can see why they would cut something like this but also maybe they just maybe they didn't want to say like we disposed and demolished all organic and inorganic materials at that island which you know uh the in the I, I looked at my notes here from the book and it was like explosions all over the island as they fly away and that that's mm. <laughs> so that's like very concrete and like definitive goodbye like it is gone um even i would even say that that uh fallen kingdom is not very definitive to me like I, i'm like seeing that there is a volcano going off and i'm seeing that there's a lot of like hardened lava magma i don't know what it is but like the you know the stuff that it turns into black stuff what is that um but like I can see that there, but I'm, it's not very definitive to me that that is destroyed. Um, now, that makes me question that scene in in, um, uh, in Dominion. You know how they do show... Is it in... What, what version is it in? It's in both. 
both versions that now this sequence where they actually show the discover yeah. uh the innovation center and the the visitor center yeah that's mm-hmm. in both but now when but when is that footage from though do you think is that post or pre-volcano because there is a shot of the volcano which seems post-volcano right i think yeah i think i mean think the um I think the first one, the innov- innovations, wait, there's interventions, is Epcot, in- 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 innovations. Yeah. <laughs> um, that one is pre, and then the other one is post, I'm going to say. With the, the visitor center is what? Is it... oh, the visitor center is pre. Pre, okay, so you think they're just old footage, and then... I do. Oh, that's lame. See, like, to me, like, I don't really... If you're going to show footage, like, show... I don't know why you show why are you showing old footage of a destroyed I island. Like I thought it was lame too when I saw news. it the first time. I'm like, okay, that's old. It is lame, and I thought it was lame as well. Like as I was seeing it. I mean, I, I think agree. it's amazing that we saw the visitor center actually look <laughs> real, like it actually was the visitor center we know instead of what we got in Jurassic World. So that was mm-hmm. pretty great to see and a nice surprise. But um, but yeah. It, I, I don't know if you, you can look at it maybe several ways. I'd have to really analyze those shots. I don't really know. But, I, you know, in my mind, I'm going to say they're post-volcano. And I'm going to be like, yeah, that place ain't done. Like, they can still go back. <laughs> I hope. We can go with that, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know how know. true that is, but we can, I'll know. go with it. Because I want to go back, go too. I do. I miss it. But, yeah. Anyway, I do think there is there is definitely evidence for it blowing up and uh they maybe just wanted to like go a different direction and i don't know i really don't know why like thinking about of it from that like i'd have to like really go through all the material and see what they thought about back then but um making the lost world and going to a different island you'd only go to a different island because the first one's destroyed right like because like they could have absolutely just had that same family go to Nublar and, you know, dock their boat outside of Nublar and have the girl get bit by the compies. Like, it all could have happened on Nublar. But I guess the reason it happened that way was because the book blew up the island and they created a second island. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. I'm feeling yeah. very, like, I have no clue anymore. I, I feel, like, so disconnected. Um, but, yeah, anyway... That was a great question, Johnny, and uh, certainly ripe for like conversation. And maybe we'll have to dive into that deeper with a lot of research and see what's going on there. And uh, like, I would love to actually have the audio like we just did with the, that one sequence, but like find each and every iteration of like disconnect where like things seem questionable. I think that would be interesting to kind of parse out what's mm-hmm. going on there and see what's happening. But uh, thanks, Johnny. Uh, this next one is an is an email from Ricky, and uh, it is when will the first episode of Tales from a Jurassic World come out? Well, uh, Ricky, thanks for the uh, the question there. I actually don't exactly have an answer for you. Um, so Tales from uh, a Jurassic World, uh, when did that? I don't even know when that came out. Let me see if I can uh, pull up my notes here. Tales uh, from a Jurassic World was a um, audio drama from Arjun Boss. And uh, let's see, I think, right? Or wait, no, no. Yeah, 
yeah <laughs> i'm confusing my audio dramas i just got like really confused in my head here uh let's see because we have we've had uh extinction level from origin and then we had um let's see there was oh jurassic tales hammond and lockwood fallout uh we also had dr wu's spiral also from Arjun. And Tales from a Jurassic World. Oh, wait. Okay, so wait. What was this? Mm -hmm. This was Tom. Oh, wait. Okay. Oh, I'm just like finally figuring out what this is. Tales from a Jurassic World is Tom's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is Tom's audio drama. I'm confused because here's the thing with the, about this podcast is I don't produce everything. I produce the show that you're listening to right now, but as far as the segments are concerned, I really leave it up to whoever is, you know, doing those segments. So if it's Arjun producing, um, uh, which I have gotten a lot of questions on that one too. Um, what was that one called? Uh, let's see. Arjun's got... Um, Amazonian Secrets. I have gotten a lot of emails about Amazonian Secrets as well. And um, that one, that one I know for sure that Arjun was working hard on creating like this, another audio drama, and he just got very busy and hasn't been able to produce that just yet. But uh, I know he's going to be trying to work on that maybe throughout this year if he gets a chance. But uh, the thing is with these audio dramas is they are very time-consuming. So they sound they, they may sound like uh you know 5 10 20 minutes long but there's they take like months of effort and recording and uh producing and stuff to go into like actually getting these out to your ears. So Arjun I know is working on Amazonian Secrets um and Tom is working on Tales from a Jurassic World. Right, that's what it's called, Tales from a Jurassic World. And Tom just started a YouTube channel for Tales from a Jurassic World, where you can actually go subscribe to his channel and uh, you know catch the latest episodes when they do air. And they will be airing soon-ish. I think April, if I remember correctly. Um, I think we're going to be doing those in April and leading them up to June. So um, that'll be pretty cool. And they will be on this show, but they'll be separate episodes. So I. I'm not going to be on them. I think I might be in one of those audio dramas. Um, but, uh, yeah, they'll be separate from the actual podcast. And then Tom will also have them on YouTube. So um, Tales from Jurassic World, and that's coming soon. And Amazonian Secrets, not sure. But hopefully in the near future, sometime this year. If not, Whenever it happens. Uh, but thank you, Ricky, for that email. Uh, let's go to another... Sorry, Jen, you didn't really know much about that, and I wasn't even sure if I did. So <laughs> I know, so you produce so much content. You're like, is that mine? Who did that? I, I know. I had to actually go because I have, like, a full, like, spreadsheet of every episode and, like, who's been on them and everything because, like, I literally can't remember 400 and... Let's see. This episode now is our 436th total episode. Um, numbered episodes, it's only 346. So there's been like almost 100 extra episodes 
that are not like the numbered episodes. So it's a lot of content, a lot of content between yeah. that and YouTube and all the social media stuff. So yeah, I have no clue what's going on anymore. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> but I do know for a fact that I have gotten a lot of emails and questions on social media about Amazonian secrets and also tales uh, from a Jurassic world. So thank you, Ricky. Uh, let's move on to another one. This is a voicemail from Jurassic Souls. What's up, Jurassic Souls? Hey, y'all. This is Jurassic Souls. I hope that both of you are doing fantastic. We are nearing closer and closer to the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park, and I'm really excited. We've yeah. already got some cool stuff so far, like the uh, exhibit at the London National History Museum, which is super awesome. And we've gotten a few toys, like the new captive egg things with the slime. Those are pretty cool. And speaking of toys, I've been pretty, I've been pretty impressed by the latest from Mattel. I think that adding a bunch of cool and new species has been really fun. Um, the paints and the sculpts are, I'm kind of mixed on some of them, but overall they're pretty good. Um, and what I'm hoping for, for the 30th, uh, well, I would like, I mean, we all know the franchise is going to continue, so I would really like uh announcement of maybe like a show coming in the future, or maybe a new game would be pretty cool. But I think the biggest thing I want out of the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park is Alan Grant in Fortnite. Well, there you have it. I hope you all have a fantastic day. Stay safe and stay Jurassic. Bye. Oh, Jurassic Souls. Killing me again with the Alan Grant and Fortnite thing. You surprised me there. I did not expect you to go that route again. Um, so Jurassic Souls is a uh is a big like contributor to our um our live streams over on YouTube. So obviously I think everybody knows Jurassic Souls from social media. Um, but uh Souls is always on our live streams as well. And one time, like, I don't know, like a while back, made mention of Alan, like wanting Alan Grant and Fortnite. And I, like, was dying laughing. I was laughing so hard because just the thought of Sam Neill, like, as Alan Grant, like, holding some sort of gun or rocket or sword or something, like, just absolutely killed me um so i was laughing really hard about that jen have you ever played fortnite do you i know you're not really a, a gamer really but like have you ever played any or seen fortnite well um this shows i'm 500 years old as soon as he mentioned that i googled it because i don't know what that is so <laughs> i googled it and i'm reading uh, about it now <laughs> it's relatively new i mean 2017 yeah well so it's relatively new um, I still don't really know what it is. It's very popular. It won a lot of Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> um. Okay, so so Fortnite is is basically like a uh, it's a battle royale, like you know, you versus everybody else, all a hundred other people, or you know, ninety nine other people, or teams, or squads, or whatever, um, and you just you know battle each other. You've all got uh, some sort of weapon. Uh, you know, it could be any kind of weapon set that they have in this game at any point in time. But the cool thing about this game is there's like a, a standard map and everything, but you can you can buy and purchase or uh, 
get these characters through like a battle pass system, which actually rewards you for playing more and for doing quests and tasks and things. So, um, for instance, like I only like I played it a while ago. I won one game and then I was like, I'm done. I don't need to play this ever again because I won my first game right out of the box. And then I quit for a long time. And then they brought Indiana Jones to the game. And I was like, oh gosh, I got to go play this game because I want to get Indiana Jones. So then I played and played and played and I got Indiana Jones and then I got Darth Vader. And then I'm like, now I'm addicted to this game because you can get (laughs) any character pretty much. And then they have a a lot of Marvel characters. So I got like Green Goblin from like the Spider-Man series. I got Hulk. I got, you know, uh, Spider Gwen from like uh, Into the Spider-Verse movies. And um, I got Obi-Wan Kenobi and like Ray, like all these random characters. When you get them, what do you do with them? Do they then fight each other or you have them in your like arsenal or something? No, so you can you can set up like a profile like where or where you pick your skin, which is your character. And so if I want to choose Ray from Star Wars, I'm like, "All right, I'm going to be Ray from Star Wars." So when I'm playing, when when I, you know, kill people in the game, like they're going to see Ray. So they they see me as Ray. Um, and then like my other friend might be the Hulk or my other friend might be the Witcher or, you know, Geralt of Rivia or whatever. And, and like, so there's all kind. you can be any of these characters that they offer. Like they had, I think they have like Patrick Mahomes. Is that his name? The guy who just won the Super Bowl? Yeah. Like I think no, he's, football I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like he's in this game. Like LeBron James is in this game. Oh, yeah. Like there's like real people. There's like streamers have their own skins. Mr. Beast, oh, who is like the, one of, I guess, the, maybe the biggest YouTuber. Like, so they have their own skins. And I was just laughing so hard so long ago about Alan Grant being in there. But like, it's weird to me that after all this time, throughout 2018, throughout 2022, we never got any kind of Jurassic inclusion into this game. Not one. You know, they... I feel they like by the time you got Patrick Mahomes, you should have Alan Grant. I mean, they go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely should. Um, it makes no sense to me. But like, you know, somebody could just be a giant banana and come and attack you. And it's... It's wild what you can do in this game because there's also dances that you like you do emotes and like you actually can like pick popular music and things like little clips from these songs that you might know from TikTok or or wherever like you know it's pretty hilarious like I've got I've got like the weekend or kid Leroy I guess like I, I don't even know I didn't even know that was his name until he came on Fortnite um uh, so like you can do the most ridiculous things you'd ever imagine and I just want to be able to do that with Jurassic too. And now I laughed back whenever uh, Jurassic Souls mentioned that originally, but now I'm like, yeah, where is it? Why is Alan Grant not in this game? So hopefully one day we get Alan Grant in this game. Yeah, I'm I don't scrolling know. through here, um, and I recognize about 1% to 2% of these things. There's or the Spider-Man. characters? I know him. Yeah. yeah, I'm scrolling through all the characters to see how many of these I know, which is a resounding like three not surprising but um yeah i wouldn't that would be cool to see jurassic people in here i mean it's it'd be nice to have that franchise uh represented yeah in everything it, really it would be nice like right now they're doing like a lot of dragon ball z stuff or 
I don't know. There's there's all kinds of stuff like that, and it's it's just wild that they have Marvel, Star Wars, um, like sports players and streamers mm-hmm. or whoever, and they they don't have Fast and Furious. You know, they don't have uh, Jurassic. So it's like they're really missing this universal subset where you know they've got all this other stuff, but they can't get these two properties, which are a big universal properties. And uh, I just don't get it. But like, I, I could totally imagine seeing Owen here and Claire or whoever, like, you know, Alan, uh, it would be hilarious. It would be awesome. Like they've got like stranger things and all this other stuff, but can't get Jurassic for some hmm. reason. Um, so maybe one day, but, uh, I know Jurassic Souls had mentioned a bunch of other stuff. I'm, I'm blanking almost on all of it now. Uh, just maybe getting new announcements and like a game or a show. Um, a show would be cool. What, if you're going to pick a show, I don't imagine you're going to go animated series. What, what do you want? We've probably talked about this before, but what do you want from a show? Hmm. Like a 30th anniversary announcement, you know, if they were to do that. There's probably two versions of this answer. One version that I want and one version that would actually be popular. My version that I want would still be, and if it's animated, it's fine, but the evolution of Claire is a series. I would love that. Nobody else, party of one. Um, Otherwise, I think (laughs) our young Hammond um, thing is still pretty interesting. I still like that idea. Yeah, so you you just want the boardroom scene just like, you know, done every week. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'm <Yes>. down. <laughs> I'm absolutely down for that. I think that would be great. I think, yeah, I think a Claire, like early Claire would be great as an animated show or something. I think that would be awesome. Um, yeah, I would like that. I wouldn't mind animated. That's totally fine. I don't need yeah. live action or anything. Like I know, I know that uh, they were doing like casting and stuff for um, a Camp Cretaceous kind of spinoff thing uh, from DreamWorks, I believe. So uh, who knows? Maybe that could be the thing that gets announced. But like, I know that's probably not what a lot of people want per no. se. <laughs> um, yeah, I like I understand it because like it's a different demographic. Um, but you know, a lot of the major fans today are or they want something more adult or more you know just in line with the films understandable completely but like i know i know kids love the show too so it's hard to it's hard to like deny that it, it's a good idea too um but i would definitely be down I, i'm i'm really interested to see what this like sequel potential sequel series would be um for camp cretaceous to see like where they go after that um hopefully we get word about that this year that would be nice that would be nice uh as like a 30th anniversary maybe wait until uh you know in sometime in june i would be how awesome would it be if they had just like a bunch of announcements in june or like like a like a while back and it was a bad comparison but like they did that dc fandom thing where they like had like announced a bunch of stuff and i know ghostbusters did one where like they announced a bunch of stuff and i I always i'm freaking out about the fact that ghostbusters has their own like announcement event for for content where they're announcing like several movies and shows and games and all Mm -hmm. this stuff and we're just like what what like we like I, i love ghostbusters personally but like I can't believe they announced so many things off of one movie. Um and goes and 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 uh Jurassic's like, no, we're not gonna tell you anything. We're not gonna announce anything. 
<laughs> you got three billion dollar movies here, and uh, we're not gonna uh, do anything based off of those. But you know, uh, it is I what mean, it is. The fact that they didn't put it in Epic Universe that shows you exactly what they think about that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that I don't. I try not to think about it too hard. I try, I really try, because I I get like very confused over why it's not a priority you know that it's very mm -hmm. confusing to me so uh and and that that's not even just like for jurassic like i said before about Fortnite with uh fast and furious like i just i don't know why they don't prioritize their stuff in that way it, it's wild to me um you know I, I don't even but i guess like even fast and furious it gets like i think they had like a trailer event like the other day so they do get like stuff, but I feel like a lot of that is due to Vin Diesel and like his hype for the Fast and Furious. So I don't know, but um, I don't really get that kind of stuff for Jurassic. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really expecting anything. I'll be surprised. I'll be pleasantly surprised, but I'm not holding out for expecting anything. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to write off books at this point. I don't think we're really going to get books because really nothing came from the uh Maisie Lockwood adventures and they didn't even really finish that which is a shame um and I thought that was I thought it was good I, I honestly I gotta be honest I didn't read the second one yet I started it like the audio drama but then I didn't listen to the rest of it um but uh I, I liked it um so I don't feel like books are gonna be announced or anything but I would love to see books be announced games I don't know I mean it just seems like uh, Frontier has such a hold on it, but there are other games with like uh, Aftermath, which is good, but they just released that on the Switch, so I don't know if that's ever going to get continued. I don't think so, but who knows? Maybe Fortnite's our best hope. I don't know. It might be. All comes down to that. It might be our best hope, <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully we get something. <laughs> but um, yeah, 30th is looking cool. I know... Um, uh, Jurassic Souls mentioned uh, the the stuff from Mattel being impressed. Uh, that I'm glad. I'm really glad that uh, Souls is uh, impressed by or or at least digging the um, some of the latest releases. I think it's like hit or miss for me, and it'll mostly miss. Um, when they do get stuff right, it looks awesome. It looks really really cool. But um, there's been a lot of misses. I feel like recently, and uh, I don't know. But what they what we saw today, and I know you mentioned it before, but that. Uh, kind of like a recreation of the Red Rex, which is my favorite toy of all time. Um, we finally get a look at that. I, I know I knew it was coming for a little bit, but um, I didn't ever see it until today, and that was awesome to see that. And it does look like a, a scaled down super colossal, so it's it's weird. I'm not really sure why they didn't just go for a Hammond Collection version, but it does look pretty cool. I'll get it nonetheless. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. So, yeah, we'll probably end up with it too. Yeah, you got plenty of shelf space still, right? Do you, do you have any? <laughs> no, no, they it's are all full. Gone. Oh, they are done. There's so many dinosaurs in the basement. We don't know what to do with. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully uh, we get some fun stuff from the thirtieth. But uh, thank you, souls. Hopefully we uh, remembered enough from your voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see here we've got an email from or i think this was from our website but uh, this is from alex and it says hi bread and jen it's me alex 
from August, not December. I will explain later, but I have a question. Which dinosaur are you wanting to see in the, in the couple of dinosaur things coming out in 2023, 24, and 25? Mine would be the Sarophagenex. I don't know what that is. Euteranus uh, and the uh, Eustrepto... I don't even know how to say this one. Eustrepto... Nope. That's, I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> well, that might tell you what I, which one I'm wanting to see in the near future. I don't know. Um, but the, the rest of the email goes. But I also think it will be revealed that someone found Manicore and has been secretly taking care of the dinos and making the island a sanctuary that will not fail because nobody gets in the way of dinos and makes them super crazy. Just some ideas. What do you think? Um, awesome. Well, thanks, Alex. Uh, I here, Jen, is there any dinosaur out there that you are excited to see in any of the things coming up in the near future, which I don't know. I'm not sure what things coming up, <laughs> but, uh, if there was a thing coming up in the near future, which, which dinosaur would you want to see? <laughs> I guess that question completely translates to which dinosaur do you want to see on Fortnite? Um, yeah, yeah. Because that's what's that's upcoming. Help us, Fortnite. You're our only hope. I think for Fortnite, I would like to see a Dilophosaurus. From what I could see from these little icons, that would look cool. Um, <laughs> however, in general, I don't know. I don't know dinosaurs enough to really know. Yeah, I know. I'm the same way. Like I, uh, I I've been just saying. Wait, I have one. I have oh, go, one. go. Sorry, I have one. I had to actually trigger trigger my brain of my dinosaur safari days, and I'm like, Ooh, wait yeah. a minute, Jennifer, you do know your dinosaurs. You know dinosaur safari. Okay, so this one, this one right here, the the Tenistropus, and let me explain. What? Yes, this is actually a real thing. Um, it it was a Jurassic Park toy. It actually exists. It it's uh, it, look it up. Oh, okay, it's a yeah, tiny stropos. Yeah, yeah. It's a real thing, and it was my dad's favorite dinosaur on Dinosaur Safari. And he has a super long neck. And I don't know if it if it swims or not, but in the game, it like walked along the water on the stone. So it's probably aquatic as well. It might be a, a back and forth. I'm not sure, but um that one because in honor of my dad and all of that and i i like that dinosaur from from then and i'm gonna say a tiny stropus well i have one right here in my hand uh and it's pretty it's pretty fun uh it's pretty awesome i know uh i don't know if it's exactly a dinosaur yeah, I don't uh, I know think either. it might be. I think it might be some sort of other lizardy thing. Uh, uh, it's really big. I, I don't know, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. This uh, very very long neck and chompy teeth. I I got the new one. Ooh, I didn't know it did that. Uh, whoa. Uh, the tail. What's the tail do? Does the tail do anything? Why is the tail moving? Oh, no, the tail moves the head. Oh, look at that. I didn't even know that happened. <laughs> I see. Here's the thing. I just open these things and put them on a shelf. And then I never like mess with him, but you push down on the tail and the head goes chomps like all the way down to the ground. Um, this thing is so silly looking and hilarious, but I love it. And you're right. Like that would be a really cool creature. I think we should like, we, we started to get into that obviously with um, Jurassic World Dominion. We got the 
uh, Dimetrodon. Mm-hmm. So it would be cool to kind of get that Tanistrophius or whatever um, in um, in uh, in a future film or something or Fortnite, whatever it is. Um, that'd be awesome. See, I know the toy made it look very vicious, but Dinosaur Safari did not. And it's not that it was like a kid's game, like there were vicious dinosaurs. It specifically made this one not vicious. So I'm not really sure exactly um, where that falls in any kind of reality or like where scientists believe it fell. Because I, I think that, uh, I mean, I don't know, but the Jurassic Park people, when they made the toy, they were like, well, this is cool. This is unique. Let's just make it like really mean looking and and you say the tail moves yay like i feel like that's what they kind of did with it but i don't know if it was actually a mean dinosaur as it looks like in the toy or not because that i do have that toy i gave it to my dad once because again that's his that was his favorite from the game so but yeah i don't know i don't know how it'd be represented would it be like this really mean thing i'm guessing it was not a carnivore it probably ate fish well unless you count that but uh, now i gotta know this is where we are right now. How do you how do you spell this? Okay, T- me and T A N Y S T R O P H E U S. It is a reptile. It's six meters long. Late Triassic. Um, the neck was three <laughs> meters long. I don't know what this is. But this image of of one here, this Tanistrophius, <laughs> is so hilarious looking. But it also says Tanistrophius longbordicus dinosaur, and it longobordicus. Like it's I don't know. Is that like a joke? Are they or is that what it actually is? Because it sounds know. like it. It's it looks like it could be a longboard. Uh, <laughs> I don't know real? what it ate. What did it eat? Probably fish, right? Yeah, I would think it's fish, but the one like that you got there on the toy, it looks like it can eat eat an animal. Like it looks very mean. Yeah, have you seen the the latest Mattel one? I did. I think I believe you I got did, you yeah. got to pick that one up. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, while you're looking up what he eats, I like that they're making them though. I gotta yeah. say, like, what the most random thing, right? Because there's nowhere, but yet here well, it is. That's that's kind of that's kind of like what I kind of take issue with, with, with what i was talking about before with uh jurassic souls question was like th- that they've strayed so far at times where like this one looks great and obviously harkens back to you know old stuff but like um some of the stuff today i'm like i don't know i've never even i can't even, like i said before with this email i couldn't even say half the dinosaur names um and i've never heard of them and I've ne- i don't even know what they look like so it's interesting that they're and they're going like all this random directions, all these random directions. So I got to give them some credit for sure. But also I wish they maybe looked a little bit better. Um, yeah. Okay. Some fun facts. This is actually really cool. And I wish we saw this. Um, so on land, it is land and sea. It ate insects and small reptiles on land and in the water, it would eat fish and it wasn't a fast swimmer so it often walked along the seabed i mean it's so cool looking it's literally a giant lizard like it doesn't have um fins or anything but it it, it looks like a giant lizard with a very long neck how cool was that to be like in the water and then out of the water and then back in the water like it's just neat it's neater than i thought now i can't imagine how cool this thing would be like how scary it would be to see this thing (laughs) it just freaked out lizard like a legit Big, big lizard with a big neck. It has the same tail and I feel like it's like a, 
It's like a lizard body with like a snake on both ends. You know, yeah. it's like it's like super long head and neck or uh, tail. Cool. It's super cool. And then like you could see this the um fossil for it. It's just really neat. Really neat. It, it's kind of like it's well, it's like a sauropod, right? But not a lizard just like sauropod. A tiny. Wait. Oh, that's a model. Okay, that was tiny. I'm so confused. Yeah, I guess it's pretty big. It's just so neat. Well, see, it's in meters. I don't know meters. I don't know. American. I'm just. I have What's to look at the meters? pictures that has like the the guy standing there. Like yeah, <laughs> three meters and feet. See, oh, that's it's the, nine feet. So its neck alone is nine feet. This this fandom is so interesting because it's got people like us who have zero clue about it's 20 feet long dinosaurs but then there's like also people who know everything about dinosaurs 20 feet how long? many That's people so long okay. i want someone in the fandom to come up and like respond or something and say they know about this dinosaur like they know all about it i want i want to meet this person uh, i'm sure there <laughs> but are they don't gotta google it like they legit know connor where you at what's what's up with the tanny we need some uh, like we need some info info i'm looking at the I old guess. kenner toy and it actually says tanny's trophy is cobra with constrictor neck attack. Oh, that's yeah, that's great. That's great. I never had that, to be honest. Like I never had the original one there, so that's that's pretty cool. I, I had that. the Coelophysis. I loved the Coelophysis. Um kind of, not really the same, but like a similar esque kind of small, long neck and tail creature. But um but yeah. What was the question? Uh well, what would you like to see? Um I, I always pick the uh um, sorry, sorry, what did what, what I pick? Uh, Sukumimus. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, so that would be my pick. Uh, and you're welcome, Jurassic Souls, as well. Ho hopefully that uh, happens at some point. That would be great. Uh, but the second portion here, let's dive into the second portion. They mentioned that they think it would be revealed that someone found Manicor and has secretly been taking care of the dinos and making the island a sanctuary. And nobody's gonna mess up like what happens because there's not gonna be any hybrids and stuff like that. Um, I think I don't think that's gonna be revealed. I think it already has happened. Um, <laughs> I think I think that's what happened at the end of the show is there was people secretly taking care of the dinosaurs. So I think uh, I think you got your wish. Uh, hopefully you you watched the end of the show, Jen. I, I don't think did you, you didn't finish it, did you? I haven't. No, <laughs> neither did Josh either. So it's not just Josh. Me. Get on the show, watch it. Um, yeah, no, I think uh, I think that has already happened. So I'm not sure, but like, I could definitely see that being a plot point of you know the next iteration whenever they go or wherever they go. I could definitely see that being part of it. I I obviously could see them tracking down things and doing things in the the mainland, but I could definitely see them going like signaling back to the island and saying like oh what's going on there is everything good no things are not going good here and that's ben uh <laughs> taking care of the dinos <laughs> on the island and things are not going good um but yeah and also i know alex had mentioned it's me alex from august not december i think alex is referring to we had recorded i think in august and then maybe not again until december I think it was a long gap for for some reason. Um, so 
Because I had a baby. Some, yeah, I was gonna say for some reason that was the reason. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I, think, I, think, I don't even think that was the reason. I think we just like just didn't record. I don't. I don't even know. I, if that, I don't even know that again. got in the way. <laughs> 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 but um, I think I had read an email or something or a voicemail, but then wanted to also redo part of that same thing. Because there was like multiple, there was like a voicemail and email sent in from the same question. So I think I wanted to go back and redo it again in December. Um, so I think that's what probably Alex is talking about there. But uh, thank you, Alex. And um, I got one more. I got one more thing that kind oh. of popped up here. What's up? So did, do you know the Elasmosaurus? Yeah. I. That looks I just like of... a tenny Stropus, but without the like actual feet it has more of the fins so it's like and it's also in the water but i wonder if that doesn't come out of the water so it's like a water-bound tiny stropus while the tiny stropus comes in and out of the water fun fact oh okay so yeah no i do know this so if you know or if you look up the latest iteration from mattel which is going to be coming out or whatever they made a, a elasmosaurus and it looks incredible. Like it, it looks so good. And I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh my god, I need that." It, it has like a kind of similar paint job to the Tenistrophias, um, but I love it. I think it looks really fantastic, and it has this like cool tracker harness that you can put onto it, and it's it's pretty great. It's a really great toy. I can't wait to get that one. See, I love this because I do know these dinosaurs. I, I I just didn't connect it, I guess. But I know all these because yeah. it's all from my game. Yeah, I did learn all these. That's the thing you do. We do learn these things, and uh, you know, I tend I, I've forgotten to like I, I tend to forget um, certain dinosaur species and stuff that I like knew as a kid, and I'm like, oh yeah, that I forgot about that. Um, so I literally is... just have to see the scene in Dinosaur Safari yeah. or like the shadow that you're looking for that dinosaur. And I, I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I need is like the seat, the, the landscape of which it was in in the game. And I'm like, oh, okay. I know exactly what that is then. Yeah. That's yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, you got to give credit to Mattel for actually producing these things now again and just showing new iterations of dinosaurs we love and or you've never even heard of and stuff. So that that's pretty cool. And I, like I said, they're pretty hit or miss, mostly miss for me. But when I was saying that earlier before, the one thing that popped in my head was this Elasmosaurus because I love how this looks. I think it looks phenomenal. So, so yeah. But uh, all right, so that was Alex. Thank you, Alex. Uh, we've got a email here from Amy and it says, hey y'all, uh, I'm someone who is obsessed with theme parks, especially Universal. <clears throat> Excuse me. With a new park coming in Orlando in the future, if they were to add a Jurassic section to that park, what would you want to see? I'm very excited about the new park, but said they won't uh, have a Jurassic section in the current plans. On the other hand, it seems that there's a Camp Cretaceous land coming to a Universal Park in Texas. Anyway, what do you think? Thanks, Amy. Um, that's awesome. Thanks, Amy. Uh, so yeah. No Jurassic coming to Orlando in their new park, uh, Epic Universe, but there might be a Camp Cretaceous Land coming to Universal Texas. Uh, it was just based mm -hmm. off a of concept art. You saw, you get a look at that. 
I did. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I think you're probably right. It's so small, though. But, yeah, I think you're mm. probably right. That looks like a can Cretaceous thing. Yeah, but think about it. Like, you know, you, you get Josh and the kids and you go out there. Like, how perfect will that little park be? You know, it'll, oh, yeah. it'll be a little DreamWorks park if that's, you know, if that's the rumor that comes true here. Um, that would be fantastic. And if you didn't get a chance to look at the concept art, Universal announced that they're building a uh, a theme park in Frisco, Texas for like uh, focusing on like the three to nine year old range or so. Um, a park that has like no dark rides. So it's not going to be like a, a Disney-esque or like a Universal type experience where you get all these like really cool indoor rides. But um, it will have other things. It, there will be rides, but just different kinds of things. There will be like small, maybe small roller coasters, not big ones like Velocicoaster or anything like that. But it really is a focus on like younger audiences, which I got to give them a lot of credit because they don't do that really all that much in their parks that are already established. They have like a handful of things, but like I took my kids to – Orlando and and went to the Universal Parks and there was a little bit for them to do but not a ton. Um so I think this is awesome to have a Texas park with potentially a Camp Cretaceous section. That would be really really cool. Yeah, in my head I always thought Universal Studios um Florida is pretty good with kids, but yeah, we wanted to go in December here coming up um do the Macy's Parade and all that that they do around there and and Grinchmas and it's like 40 inches. You need to be 40 inches to do pretty much the majority or like at least half the parks and it just yeah. doesn't seem worth it unless you're if you're under 40 inches 38 maybe you can get a couple more things but 40 is like spider-man and transformers and like all the majority yeah and even some of those are are even like yeah pretty thrilling for that size so it's it's tough and um even some of the stuff that you would think are for kids, like you don't, you can't really go on everything. So it's really difficult, but I think that, I think they are worth it to go to just to kind of hang out with the kids. And there's plenty of characters to go see and things to do with kids. There's, there's a lot of shows and things you can watch with them. Um, so they are great parks, but I love that they're going to be making a kid centric park. Um, I will definitely go to that and uh, take the kids there and hopefully the concept art comes to life because it looks like there was um, like a a little roller coaster there mini roller coaster of some sort Um, maybe a potential for another attraction could be like an indoor thing who knows Um, not not a dark ride or anything but there's food and um, retail and stuff like that and uh, and a spinner I think there was like a like some sort of pteranodon looking spinner ride like a Dumbo-esque kind of ride. Um, so there could be the potential for a lot of stuff there. Now, the concept art doesn't ever have to come to fruition like that, but at least the idea is maybe there. So that's cool. But also, I guess the main question was, what do we want to see if they were ever to add um, a Jurassic section to Epic Universe, which there are, I don't know, there's a handful of extra plots of land that they will expand into in the future. So for now, they're just sticking with essentially five lands. There's going to be like the center hub. There's like a How to Train Your Dragon, another Harry Potter section, uh, Universal Monsters, and Nintendo, but no Jurassic. But at this point, we have a Jurassic World slash Jurassic Park section already down there. So what, what would 
a new Jurassic section be for you, Jen? Like, what would you ideally want to see there? Yeah, they kind of messed it up by merging their Islands of Adventure, but I mean, that could be remedy. Just retheme Velocicoaster and stuff. At least make it to the Jurassic Park um, Velociraptors. That's fine. But I want to see Shanghai, <laughs> Shanghai's land. Like, that whole thing they did is phenomenal. The ride is... Did you ever watch the ride through of their ride? Like, it's oh, yeah. just so I think, I think it's Beijing. Yeah, um, it's amazing. I think they could do that. So I think the only way they could do that is um, not retheming Velocicoaster, but I think they should... I think you could still get away with just having two Jurassic World sections. Um, just do the whole thing where you re, where you retrofit the Jurassic Park stuff to look old and and overgrown, so that it fits into the Jurassic World, you know, storyline. And then you also have a a Jurassic World ride. I think that could be fine. I think you could have like a mini Jurassic World land. I think that could be cool, where you have that ride that you're talking about that's out there. In uh in Beijing, is it Beijing or yeah, yeah. or is yeah. it Shanghai? Is it Shanghai? No, or Beijing? Shanghai is Disneyland, and Beijing's oh, Universal, Beijing. Yeah. Um, okay, I get those mixed up. So I think you could still do that. I think that'd be awesome. Um, but it, it does seem kind of redundant. But then again, they, which I mean, it's not their property, but Harry Potter is in three separate parks. Mm-hmm. So see, that's what I wanted. I wanted Jurassic Park to stay on to adventure. Is why I'm saying rethink the coaster, like full just straight Jurassic Park and then do the epicness that Beijing did in um Epic Universe and then connect it with the monorail because they already connected the train with the Harry Potter lands and to connect these lands, uh these parks, to connect the monorail and go from Jurassic World to Jurassic Park and it's epic. Well that's what I wanted. Yeah, I don't that I mean that property would be way too far for them to connect with that. Make it happen. They have money. I, I think yeah. I think they I don't know. I mean I remember looking at it at one point and it would be probably impossible, but it would be cool to see like a monorail connected between the two main parks already that, that are already established. And um I know it's physically probably impossible, but just the idea of it is is fun. Um but you could like get rid of the uh, what's that stunt? There's a, some sort of venue over there for, um, what's that thing where you eat the bugs and, uh, oh, uh fear factor, fear factor live. Yeah. Like get rid yeah. of that stage. And then also if they did ever get rid of, which there's always talk about them getting rid of men in black. I was going to say, don't you touch that. that. Don't you touch men in I black. Uh, they will. They eventually will. No, um, my heart will be broken. I know it's fun. It's fun, but I think they'll, especially now that they're, they're adding a new minions attraction where you will be like shooting. It's a shooting attraction, just like uh, men in black, but except you just stand instead of ride. Mm. Men in black is so cool because how many shooting games now are just screens? Like it's all physical. It's just so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think pretty much all. And there's no targets. (laughs) It's not like a video game. It's like real everything it's like everything's real around you it's so cool i love that ride i have so many memories i remember me and my dad running on that like it was raining out and it was just the whole park was cleared out because it was raining so hard and we just run back on run back on and like yeah. the whole the whole building was like soaked because anyone walking in the, their shoes are squeaking and there's just water and we're just running on it a million times and totally soaking wet and like i just love that ride they can't get 
they can't get rid of that. They probably will, but I would be so sad. The day that happens, just think of me. I'll be in mourning period. I know it is pretty great. I mean, I I think it's probably one of the most frequented rides for myself, like because of that reason where you can kind of just go on and then get off and go back on and go on and get like, you just keep going back and forth like a hundred times. The single rider is nice and easy. Um, I, I keep trying to beat scores and do all that stuff. It's, it's a lot of fun. I remember being there by myself one time, just kind of going over and over and over again. Um, so yeah. And they just don't make stuff. They don't make anything like that anymore. Like even the minions thing you said, that's going to be a screen. Oh yeah. They just, they just don't make stuff like that. That's a lost art. They're not going to make anything like that again. Like nobody will even Disney look at toy story mania. They're never going to make another shooting game like men in black ever. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah, it's not going to be the same. I mean, they are making like the the uh my uh what do you call it? The uh Mario Kart is a shooting game, but it's it's like AR, so it's augmented reality goggle like over your face and you are still seeing like a physical set piece kind of like uh Men in Black, maybe it's not to the same extent, but uh it's different because of the AR goggles. Mm-hmm. You're not really shooting at anything, you know. Yeah, no, it's nothing just different, exists. and that's that's got like that's never ever coming back anything like that. So, I want to keep it. I want to hold on. I want Wyatt Tilly's ride it before he, before it's gone. Yeah. He has a long way. That's like a forty two inch or something. So, so wait. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Amy, for uh, that. Hopefully, we did it. Uh, we just want to see more Jurassic World, I guess, because other what, what else are you gonna do? I'm not really sure. Um, but I think that ride from Beijing would be pretty killer to go on there the whole for sure. of, like they have the inno- innovation yeah. like they have get, the whole thing it's get so that good. out there that would be awesome maybe so a little good. water feature that would be because cool. you have the visitor center on one side and then you can do that on the other park i mean it's just so good just come yeah. on and maybe you know what i would also do is like kind of get like a uh jurassic world um the exhibition type experience in there where you can walk through an indoor area and see dinosaurs and interact yeah, with them. that'd be nice. Um, but that's that. So let's move on to another MP3. So we have an MP3 here from Muzzamil. Take it away. Uh, let's hear what you got. Frank oh, oh, that just started from the middle, so let me stop that. Uh, try again. Hey, guys. Muzzamil here. Uh, hope everyone's doing all right. Can't believe it's already a month and a half into the new year. Some things I'm looking forward to, including JP30, are the uh, live tour that's coming up in Philly. I went to the original run, so it's going to be nice to revisit that. Um, hopefully, I'll get to do that escape room whenever I get the chance. Oh, yeah. Um, and oh, then right. I think in terms of JP30, the reveals that are coming out with the toy reveals and um, maybe the Lego sets, it'll be interesting to see how those look as well. Um It'll be also cool to see if we get uh, an update to the games. Um, I think what I really hope for is by June, if Frank Marshall could give us a status on the state of the franchise. I'm leaning more into that prequel territory because I think there's a lot of good stuff to kind of bridge everything and maybe even do a John Hammond uh, prequel. (laughs) It'll be interesting to hear what um, um, who could play a young John Hammond and uh, I'm just going to throw myself in there and I would totally be down to play a young Simon Mizrani if they ever needed one (laughs) Um, 
But Heck if, yeah. you know, we're also moving with sequels, I would at least like one movie with uh, Julianne Moore just to kind of get it out there. And uh, I would do like a sort of like Jane Goodall, Sigourney Weaver kind of take on her and uh, just kind of do one outing like that. And uh, hopefully, you know, the franchise continues and thrives. And um, I'm looking forward to see what else is in store for JP30. Thanks. Thank you, Muzzamil. That was awesome. Um, so I like, I love that idea about um, uh, Julianne Moore. Get get a, a Julianne Moore movie going or, or, or TV show or something. I think, you know what would just like dawn on me would be really, really cool is right now I feel like the concept of like gruff dude transporting a child across the you know country or across the galaxy or wherever is like a common thing going on right now whether it was back you know with uh uh the, the wolverine movie that that came out uh, logan or if it was uh the mandalorian with pedro pascal or the last of us with pedro pascal um i feel like let's flop let's flip that invert it and we've got julianne moore as uh what's her name um sarah harding transporting like some some young kid uh across i don't know some somewhere that'd be cool out of a, a dinosaur sanctuary or something where she's studying i think that could be fun yeah i mean anything like that would be good um i was just thinking i don't know if this is relevant, but I was just thinking about the 30th anniversary. Did he ask you about the 30th anniversary? Yeah, there was, there was some mention of okay. the 30th. Yeah. Um, about that. Cause I know we've been trying to say like, what, what kind of, what do we want to see? And you know, what pops in my head, like, um, like food. I would like to see a Jurassic park cereal. Like the, I know the Jurassic <laughs> crunch was a lost world thing, but like a Jurassic park cereal, Jurassic park, pop tarts, like just Jurassic park, like, popsicles i don't know just i want to go in the store and just be able to buy a bunch of 30th anniversary like food that would be great i would love it yeah absolutely um and like happy meal toys and stuff i hope so like how cool would it be to get like the old um mcdonald's cups you know get those things again happy like some sort of retro looking happy meal toy or something would be cool um that's what they should do, honestly. They should go back and look at to see everything that they marketed with Jurassic Park, food-wise, cup-wise, like McDonald's-wise, whatever, and just kind of redo it and remake it and then re-release it. I think with the 30th logo on it, like I think that would be pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. You know, I feel like they they need to release the films like again in theaters or something, right? Like they have to put or put at least the film like Jurassic Park out um and I know I feel like they did it I don't know if they did it for like some sort of retro flashback cinema or something like that I went to but I think there was some sort of preamble before the movie um but it would be cool if there was like definitely some commentary before or something or even during like imagine like re-releasing it with like a Spielberg commentary track or something like that that would be so killer um yeah like it's a super unique experience and uh to actually like sell that experience you'd actually have all this awesome tie-in stuff to go see jurassic park like you've never seen it before 
um, would be really cool. Like to get the lettuce or the bananas that have like the logo on it, you know, like the stuff like that. That's just like so silly. Um, yeah. Pop tarts or whatever, anything, a bag of chips, popcorn, you know, we got sent this popcorn for Jurassic world. It was so good. Drinks pop. Um, like, yeah, the cereal frozen foods. I don't even eat this stuff, but I would buy it. Yeah. Yeah, just I want to see like the retro vibe. Like obviously it's been coming up big time with that pop-up shop that was mentioned before that uh is out in London and the um the art style that they're using for like the merchandise and that pop-up shop and stuff like that looks so fantastic. The the 30th anniversary logo with that green and red and yellow fade in, you know, that's basically replicating the Ford Explorer truck. It just looks so awesome. It looks so retro and I, I love it so much. So I would love to see that on other merch too. That would be really, really cool. Um, but, um, but yeah, having Frank Marshall come out and do that, like state of Jurassic would be really, really great. Um, hopefully, yeah. hopefully I would definitely love to know. I would definitely love to know what's going on. I don't know why I didn't think of that sooner because you know, at the very beginning, we're talking about the 30th and I'm just like, I don't know, but duh, that's the most perfect thing. The McDonald's toys and just the cuffs and like all that stuff. That makes perfect sense. And then just slap the 30th logo on it. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going retro obviously with that uh, red Rex and I'm sure it's going to have like really cool box art and stuff. And you know, uh, when was it last year, two years ago, whenever it was, they came out with those Reebok shoes that had like amazing boxes, like that captured that 30th kind of aesthetic, um, which it was too early, but, um, more of that, like, let's see more of that stuff. And, uh, actually celebrating 30 years of this thing, instead of just like letting it go under the radar, letting universal forget about their property, um, have Frank Marshall go front and center and say, Hey, and, and not like an article. I'm not saying like he just like went to Collider and was just like, yeah, we're, we're doing stuff. Like, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear like, hey, hey, uh, we've got, and I want to see a video of him up there with Steven next to him or Steven announcing this stuff or whoever, you know, saying like, hey, we've got a new commentary track coming that you can go see in theaters. Uh, you can see it two ways. You can see it normal or with the commentary track or both or whatever, something crazy like that, or deleted scenes. Um, we've also got a new movie coming in 2025, and we've also got an animated TV show in 2024 or late 2023 or something like It would be really cool to see that stuff. A video, Hey, Fortnite, we've got a Dilophosaurus <laughs> coming to Fortnite. There you, you go. And it's, and, and it's not like, like you think. This Dilophosaurus is a weapon, and it shoots, you know, venom at your bad guys. That would be amazing. Um, <laughs> well, this is what the people want right it here. It is, yeah. So give us the state of Jurassic. I want to see that, like, Tim Cook, like, Steve Jobs-esque kind of, like, you know, presentation. <laughs> uh, just give it all that would be amazing so yeah thank you Muzzamil for the great voicemail there and this this leads us to our last one which is from Miles and it's a, it's a very simple question Jen um, we've maybe answered this before but why not we'll just cap it off here with a, a fun little question easy question This uh, the subject is dinosaurs <laughs> and it says what's your favorite dinosaur from the first movie Oh, 
Pretty simple. I, I guess it would be the T-Rex. There you go. The T-Rex. Yeah, it is. I like the Dilophosaurus, but I you gotta go with the T-Rex on the first movie. Yeah, you know, this is a very difficult decision for me because my favorite dinosaur is the Brachiosaurus. Mm-hmm. And I really want to choose the Brachiosaurus. But... Are you? I, but I think... Uh, it's like, it, I don't know how I could say the Brachiosaurus is my favorite dinosaur, but not have it be my favorite dinosaur from the first movie? I don't know. I kind of want to pick the Rex, too. I just think the Rex is iconic. And it's like, its moment in that movie is amazing. You know? And that's the best the best looking one, because it has like those really mean shadow eyes, like the, oh, yeah. the eye frame. And so it's just like shadowed and dark and so good looking and the, the best roar and just the whole the whole package like that's the best rex out of any of them it's just it looks incredible yeah like you're saying sounds incredible that scene the breakout scene is one of the best scenes in any movie ever and mm-hmm. and then even the finale moment of getting into the visitor center taking out the raptors it's also unbeatable so i think it's got to be the rex for both of us there we go we did it yeah thank you miles for the question uh but thank you to everybody for sending in comments questions and everything we got through it we did it not bad i feel like this gets better with age like as the podcast goes along it gets better and no one actually makes it to the end so they only get the stuff in the beginning and they never (laughs) make it to like the chewy center at the end yeah yeah the chewy center at the end uh yeah Yeah, uh, everybody's like, how many licks does it take to get to the end of the podcast? And they all say too many and they just throw they never it out. make it. They yeah, never they get never, there. They never get there. They don't hear they don't even hear this part. Why are we even? No, let's just stop. It's the, it's the best part. The Chewy Center. <laughs> it's the part where we're in the Chewy Center or whatever. Yeah, the Chewy right Center now. of the end. This is it. We're, um, we're in it. We're in it. Well, well actually, mm-hmm. we're going to be out of it. So what? where can everybody find you online? Uh, Boy, that goes quick, that Chewy Center. <laughs> um, you can find me at Jennifer. Wait, what am I? Is there an Human. underscore in me? Yes. There, well, uh, there is definitely in, in your handle, yes. Um, what is it? Jennifer <laughs> underscore Lynn, is that it? Yep, 89. 89. Okay. Yep. Wow, that's bad. why do I know it? Yeah, yeah and, and you don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you probably look at it. Mine, I'm just always logged in. It's just there. That's true. That is true. I think. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. I think that's got what it, it is. Got anything good but, going yeah. on? Um, I began slowly capping um, Dominion again. It's going to be a long, painful process because I just don't have time for anything. But <laughs> I start. I, I kept going. Like I'm slowly progressing through the caps eventually hopefully before like before i die we'll get them out well let's keep our fingers crossed yeah let's hope we make it and then um i also do anyone want a cat um i also do (laughs) bh network the uh bryce stuff which is awfully quiet lately there's hardly nothing going on really but that's still there and waiting for content actually I'm sure you'll get some more content in a, in a little bit here when uh, her Mandalorian episode comes out, right? So that'll Not be the content we want, Brad. Not the content we want. <laughs> well, she's doing that. She has that new miniseries thing that um, has been filmed for a long time. We're just waiting for it to kind of 
come out. So there's that. Mm. So I don't know. And then when Frank gets up on stage and he's like, and we've got a new TV series written and directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Boom. There we go. We're going to be excited. It's going to be fun. No. Okay. I'll <laughs> wait for that. <laughs> well, thanks, Jen. Uh, another fun month here in February. Um, We'll see you in a few months when we uh, dive back into the mailbag. So everybody send in your thoughts, your feelings on the 30th anniversary. Hopefully things have changed since then. Hopefully we've got some more ideas, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. See you then. Bye. Thank you, thank you so much for listening to the 346th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. A huge thank you goes out to Jen, as always, for joining me again here in the Jurassic Mailbag. I love chatting with Jen about Jurassic, uh, getting hyped for the 30th, all kinds of stuff like that. It's really fun to talk about the future and what's on the horizon. And uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to whatever we get to talk about here in the future. I don't know. But uh, also, thank you to everybody out there who called or wrote in we really really appreciate each and every one of you and uh, if you want to like we said in the beginning call our voicemail line 732-825-7763 email us your audio files or questions whatever you want to jurassicparkpod at gmail.com or of course our website jurassicparkpodcast.com has a contact form which you can go ahead and fill it out and it'll send it over to us uh, in an email so Definitely check out all those options. Contact us. We want to hear from you. What do you think about Jurassic? What are your thoughts and feelings? Where do you think this is going to go in the future here with JP30? Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please stay safe out there. Be kind to each and every person you come into contact with. And please, let's continue to fight for representation, change, and equality in the Jurassic franchise. But more importantly, outside of it, in the real world, out there in the, re in the real life, you know, out there in the real world. Let's continue to make this world a better place. I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to myself for the outro. Take it away. Saddle up. Let's get this movable feast underway. Be sure to give us a follow over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod, and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So be sure to follow along. Also, don't miss our live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage, and much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com where you'll find today's episode's show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails to jurassicparkpod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Make sure to be kind to everybody and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.